0: Big up, big up.
1: Big up, big up. Ranger. I'd like to send a special thank you and shout out to this week's sponsor of The Music Game. This week's episode is sponsored by Skyview Restaurant and Lounge, located at 50 Kennedy Road in Brampton. Shout out to Amit and his team. They always do an amazing job. Guys, let me tell you, the food is exceptional. Whether it's the fried rice, the beef short ribs, or my favorite, the pepper shrimp, guys, it is so delicious. And they always have bucket specials. It's a great time to hit up the patio and have some cold ones. Sometimes on the weekends, they even have DJs, and it's always an amazing vibe at Skyview. And right now, they have a special promo happening. All Buckets comes with a $5 appetizer. But make sure to mention that you heard this ad on the music game. And guys, make sure to try the pepper shrimp. It is so delicious. Once again, thank you to this week's sponsor, Skyview Restaurant and Lounge. Yes! it's your girl the chica coming at you live and direct from the six on today's show i'll be featuring a legendary chutney artist and he's from gt everyone our very own guyanese babu i am pleased to welcome terry Gajraj to my show everyone thank you welcome terry
2: Thank you very much, Linda. Appreciate you having me here.
1: Thank you for being a guest on my show. And I'm really excited for our listeners to learn more about your career and your extensive years in the music industry. So welcome.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Well, with that being said, let's get started. So, Terry, tell us, how did you get into the music industry?
2: You know, um, I was one of the lucky guys who was born into a musical family. Okay. So um, it came naturally to me because all my uncles, they could play different instruments and they sang. So I wasn't trained, like formally trained, but, you know, they taught me it was, you know, handed down from Aja to my dad, uncles, and, you know, it was a community thing, that village everywhere help each other and uh, I'm very thankful.
1: Okay and now because of your musical family was that what inspired you to want to get into music?
2: Oh yeah I, I just flowed naturally into it you know we would go to the Mondays and the temples and you know uh, you know that was we, there was no television or anything you know right. so that was like our entertainment as well apart right. from it being you know a part of our culture you know so I feel very strongly about it.
1: Tell us a bit about your music
2: um you know uh, well i started out singing the bhajans and then i heard a guy sing "Nana nani and that was mr sundar popo the godfather himself the legend the yep. numero uno like i said you know um and uh, what he sang appealed to me because it was a sang that spoke of who i am i'm an indian my ancestors came from india but i was born in the caribbean and me. Right is the essence of what that is, you know? It's the music of the Caribbean blended with the music from India. So that was it. I was like, that's what I'll do, that's what I love, and that's what represents who I am as an Indo-Caribbean man.
1: All right. And now, how exactly did you learn how to sing? Because, you know, some of your music, it does have the Hindi component. How did you learn how to sing and write music?
2: Well, you know, um, same thing. It was all handed down for my uncles and people in our little mundir, you know, and I loved it. Like, um, we had a radio, transistor radio. My mom would listen to it, and she loved the country and western, the love songs. And that's what inspired me to do my album of sweet love songs. And it was so well received. It was my first album because of the sweet love songs. It was nothing to do with chutney. It was like Jim Reeves and all these old time singers doing all the ballads. So I sang it in my West Indian style. And that album actually took me to Jamaica for the first time, Kingston, Jamaica,
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely very exciting. All right, now, do you teach music?
2: I don't teach music, but whatever I know, I okay. love to pass on to the next generation. And anyone who asks me any questions, they need help, hey, how do I get into the music business? How do, you know, which studio, what musicians, your radio, TV, social media? I love imparting whatever I know to the younger generation and anyone basically who needs some help I'm always there.
1: And you know that is one thing I do admire about you a lot is the fact that you really take the time to connect on a deeper level with your fans.
2: I love doing that. I yes. love doing that. You know, because they are the ones who make me who I am. Guyana Absolutely. Babu, Terry Godraj you know. So yeah. I am forever grateful and thankful. Without the fans, we are nowhere. Right.
1: Now, I do notice that you play quite a bit of instruments. And um, <laughs> tell, us some, um, tell us a bit about the instruments that you play and uh, share a little bit of your experience with um, the instruments that you have worked with over the years.
2: Well, it all goes back to my foundation again, to my roots. And it was yep. in the mandaries of Guyana, you know, and uh, uh, th- there was a little rule there, you know, you got to learn to play the gel, the brass gel, then you play the dantal, and then you get to learn the dholak, the drums.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. And, yeah,
2: so I learned that. And then you graduated to the harmonium. And, you know, one of my uncle he played the dholak. Uh, they all play the harmonium. My dad played the accordion. I have an uncle by the name of uh, Ram Deo He played the guitar, so he taught me the guitar. So, oh, wow. you know, that was how I was able to learn all the instruments, just right there in my little tiny village of Firish Road.
1: <laughs> now, over the years, you've worked with many different artists, um, including Nisha B, Dilly Nandalan, um, and then Tasraj, just to name a few. Yeah. Who's next that you'd like to collab with?
2: You know, I've done collaborations with so many people. I've shared a stage. I, I came into the music at a time when guys like Sundar Popo, Ramdev Chaitu, Bablan Kanchan, they were kind of leaving. So I came in at a perfect time. Right. I was able to share the stage with them. I collaborated with Sundar Poco, you know, wow. I'm very happy that people like superstar Shah Rukh Khan, he performed my song on all his concerts around wow. the world in North America, Canada, here, you know, I did the Bollywood Music Awards and it was fantastic to share the stage with all the superstars from the Bollywood era. I've done shows with Marshall Montano, yep. all the biggest soccer artists. Um, I've shared the stage with the reggae artists, Beanie Man, myself, Yellow Man, on multiple occasions, not just one time. Because the thing is, people always call me to represent Guyana, And then oh, you have the representatives from Trinidad, Jamaica, Barbados. So I'm able to share the stage with all these greats. But collaborating, everyone always loves to collaborate with someone who is bigger than they are so they can right. climb. Me... I prefer to collaborate with younger artists. Artists who are hungry, who need a foot in the door, who need a little, need someone to teach them and show them the ropes and say, this is how it's done. So that's what I look forward to more, just collaborating with a no-name artist that no one knows and I can introduce them to my world, to my fans, you know, the people who love me and the stages that I do around the world you know, just kind of give them a little insight and a little inspiration and motivation, hopefully.
1: And that's absolutely wonderful because, I mean, they are our next generation. Yes. And and they'll be working with one (laughs) of our leaders. So all that experience that they're going to gain is really beneficial and helpful for our next generation. So it's amazing that you do do that. Cool.
2: I love doing it. (laughs)
1: Love that. Now, I've been to a lot of your shows all over North America, and let me tell you, number one, they are always sold out, and number two, they are beyond epic. Like, everyone's always having the best time. Whether it's a picnic, whether it's a concert, whatever it is, it's always amazing times. Tell us a bit about your performances.
2: You know, my one thing is, you know, I always believe that I am only as good as my last show. Okay. So I always try to do the best I possibly can to make the people happy. Right. And I must see people dancing. I must see them smiling. I want to see them laughing because I want, when they leave, they must remember that performance, you know, right. and they must be happy. I want them to get their money's worth. And regardless what setting is, I love to please the people. They are the ones who make me who I am. So I am obligated to make them happy and make sure they get their money's worth because if they don't, they won't recommend you and then you wouldn't uh, be hired for another concert. And, you know, I'm so happy that I have been doing that. It has been working for me because ever since my hit, Guyana Babu, I've Mm -hmm. never, ever stopped working every single week every single month, every single year, over 25 years. That is until the coronavirus.
1: Right. Wow. That's definitely very impressive. And I mean, that is one thing that I have observed over the years. You're always at it. Whether you're in Florida, you're here in Toronto or in New York, (laughs) you're always performing everywhere. And, you know, there was something that you guys were planning this year, that boat cruise. Chutney yeah. and the Chutney <laughs> on the sea or chutney in the ocean, yeah. and I'm not gonna lie, I was so <laughs> excited about that because. I've never seen a concept like that before.
2: Yeah, man, you know, and that was going so well. We had people booking tickets literally from around the world. People from England were coming in. People from the Netherlands were coming in. Toronto, Canada, we had lots of people who booked tickets.
1: Yes. And,
2: um, you know, it it was going to be something history making. And we love doing that. Like me, I love performing in countries, in cities where People have never ever experienced chutney music,
0: mm-hmm. and I
2: love doing it. I make that sacrifice. Like say, for instance, the island of Saint Martin. I'm the first chutney artist to go there. Did a yes. show there, and that's not the only country. There's so many more. Aruba. We've got Barbados. You know, Tortola. You know, so wow. many islands. Many many cities around the U.S. You know that I and. The Chutney Glow Cruise was supposed to be the first ever, no one ever did, you know, a wow. three-night, four-day cruise to, you know, uh, an exclusive private island of Coco Key, you know, oh. in the Caribbean. Wow. Oh, my God. I, I mean, that one, <laughs> I'm so disappointed because yeah. it was history in the making.
1: Well, fingers crossed. You know, I mean, this is not going to be here forever. <laughs> fingers Correct. crossed that you know we can resume back life hopefully sooner than later but yes it, yes. it is amazing that you you're part of such an amazing initiative because again i have never seen anything like that done anywhere so yeah, it will be history indeed. in the making and <laughs> sure hopefully it will happen sooner than later certainly all right now what's the best compliment that you've received after a show?
2: Oh, man. Uh, I mean, the best compliments is when people tell me how much they have enjoyed it. And, you know, it's great when people who have never seen me before, they come and they say, oh, my God, I've only heard the name Terry Goddard. I grew up listening to her music, and they are so disappointed they never saw me live before because they never thought it was that entertaining. So, you know, the best compliments is always, and I'm very thankful that I get numerous like that. where. People are thankful that they have able to see Terry Goddredge perform live, and they are so happy, and they want to bring more people next time. That's the right. best, best compliment.
1: And for our listeners today, if you have not seen Terry Goddredge perform, let me tell you, he is so entertaining that everyone in the audience, nobody is sitting down. Everybody <laughs> is up dancing and enjoying themselves so much, so... Trust me Thank when I you. say this. Absolutely. <laughs> now you've performed all over the globe. Again, I've seen you all over North America. Um, you've been in Holland. You've been all over the Caribbean, Guyana, Trinidad, just to name a few places. Where is your favorite place to perform, and why?
0: <laughs> you
2: know, <laughs> the good question. You know, I've performed in India. We did like seven wow. small performances in India throughout India. I performed at the Wembley Stadium. in uh, london you know we've performed in great great amazing venues around the world but you know home is where the heart is and you know you can take me out of guyana but you can't (laughs) take guyana out of me so i always love going back home and performing in guyana always the best feeling in the entire world because that is where it all started
1: Right, exactly. And that's where you have your connection. And that's, Correct. you know, home is where the heart is at the end of the day. so Correct. <laughs> Perfect. Now, do you have any upcoming virtual performances you want our listeners to know about? Uh, yes, August okay. 8th. I've been okay. doing quite a few. I've been doing a few here and there little appearances.
2: But yes. Saturday, August 8th, I'll okay. be doing one. And um, I don't have all the info right now, but it's Saturday, okay. August 8th. And um, I will post the info, and I'll send it to you, so you know Perfect. viewers will know where to log on and how to connect.
1: Okay, excited! And I, I did see you had a couple little things happening here and there, Correct. which is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Now let's chat a little bit about your world famous song "Guyana Babu." I mean, <laughs> this has been a hit at at weddings, concerts, clubs. I've been hearing this song, honestly, basically, as long as I've been alive. (laughs) So if if there was a one song that, you know, growing up here in Toronto, my parents always, always played that song whenever we had family functions and the DJs at the weddings. Correct. What inspired you to write this song?
2: You know, and and you're absolutely right when you said it's like you grew up listening to it. It's the one song that doesn't get old. No. No. If I don't sing that song, oh my God, I get abused. You know, I have to see, it doesn't matter. People hear it over and over. It's one song that transcends all the barriers, whether you're from Jamaica. I mean, Marshall Montano, if he sees a Guyanese flag in the crowd, he sings Guyana Babu, and I have so many videos of him singing it. It's the one song, like you said, it plays at weddings, birthdays, any occasion, and the big sporting events when there are big cricket matches at the stadiums in Guyana in Trinidad they play Guyana Babu. it's like yep. that uh, that national anthem you know yes <laughs> and You know, what inspired me to sing it was, you know, I left Guyana. You know, when you're in Guyana and the grass always seems to be greener on the other side. In Guyana, even up to today everyone is so foreign-minded, you know, everything is better outside of Guyana. You want to leave Guyana. In Guyana, you try to do everything American or westernized, you know. You want to dress American. You want to eat American. So many things. And then when you come to America... Then you realize how much you miss your country, how much you miss the people you love, the food, the culture, simple things like walking in the market, riding your bicycle down the street. Now, that is what prompted me to write the song Guyana Babu. Now, it was like an old folk song that was done in the plantations and the rice fields. People used to oh, sing, wow. oh Bangali Babu, hey eh, Bangali Babu, Arnam, Parnam, that is my name. No, so that is the original with okay. the old lady singing it and clapping their hands. That's where I got that inspiration. So then I p- penned my own lyrics about missing Guyana and I want to go back to Guyana. And you know, all those little things like I am going back. Back to Guyana to find me a dula him for this the you know things like that. <laughs> yes, I miss yes, Everything about Guyana, and yes, hey. and I guess it, I guess it resonated with everyone, even right. the Trinidadians. The song actually was a hit in Trinidad first before it became a hit in Guyana. That's
1: interesting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. A
2: lot of people don't know that, but you know, I follow it. But remember, Guyana, they're very uh, foreign minded. If it's not a hit outside, it's not good enough. Like things in Guyana is not good enough for Guyanese, mm. right? They always far- Everything outside of Guyana is always better. So luckily it was a hit in Trinidad and then Guyana fell in love with it. Wow. They were impressed that it was, you know, uh, embraced by Trinis and uh, steel bands, all the soca bands, Roy Cape. I mean, I was invited to perform of the spectacular Calypso Tense. It was really amazing, amazing. And up to today, uh, the impact that it has had is tremendous. And I cannot imagine, I just thank God for it. You know, it's, it's a blessing.
1: I, again, I can't personally imagine going to one of your concerts without hearing that song. Even though we've heard it thousands upon thousands, it's like a literally a concert (laughs) staple. Just casually say that. Yes. All right. Now, what are your musical goals in terms of recording, in terms of writing music? What what's more to come so to speak. You know,
2: I'm pretty much like most singers they like you said they always want to collaborate with a bigger artist, yeah. get onto a bigger label, you know, make more money, you know, things like that, bigger contracts which is all good. Oh. Me, I love to keep it simple, humble, you know, and I want to reach to my people. So I am happy reaching out where I am I'm really happy. I want to help others, but I will always keep recording. On an average, I record one song every month. Okay. For instance, this year, you know, uh, because of the coronavirus, I did the... Corona, corona, corona.
0: Me now the virus come wrong.
2: Yeah. And then, you know, we did the one... Um, to the Thank you to the doctors and nurses, yep. you know, so all the songs, every, 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 I did pack with songs brand new, you know, I love to sing songs for all different occasions and my fans, they're the ones who tell me, Hey, you didn't sing a song about Raksha Banda I want you. And I love hearing from them. Because they inspire me to, you know, sing these songs, record. But yes, like on an average of one song per month. And sometimes I do a whole album, you know. Yeah. Like I have a Bollywood album. After I did the Bollywood Music Awards, I did an entire album of Bollywood songs. Of course, in my style, our West Indian style. Right. And if you want to listen to it, you can go to my YouTube channel, Guyana Babu Terry Terigadraj. And name of the album is Terry Goes Bollywood. So to answer your question again, I just would love to keep recording. That consistency, no other artist that I know has it. I'm very close friends with Calypso Rose, The Mighty Sparrow. They have longer, illustrious careers, but they they haven't been as consistent, like performing every single week, every single month of every single year, or recording every single month and more than one song. I have done that and I'm very happy about it. I'm very humbled about it and be, especially being a Guyanese, we don't have too many artists from Guyana who are able right. to do that. Trinidad, you have a ton of artists. Jamaica, a ton of artists, you know. Tons so and times, yeah. <laughs> so I, for me it's like it's my duty. I have to keep doing it to keep Guyana on the map, to keep that Guyana flag waving and looking good.
1: Yeah, And I mean, that—that that is, you know, one thing that I also have observed. We don't have that many artists compared to, I would say, the rest of the world.
2: Yes, correct, correct.
1: And hopefully, you know, more, we do have the next generation, more artists emerging. Fingers crossed, definitely.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, quite a on, few of them. They're coming up. So we're hoping good. for the best, like you are.
1: Now, on the tougher side of things... What are, the, what are some of the struggles that artists typ- typically encounter?
2: Um, well, uh, lots of struggles, uh, and I'll start with what's happening currently. Right. Like right now, artists, you know, we rely on live performances right. so we could get an income and make some money. Yep. That hasn't happened for the first half of the year. So, you know, that is a tremendous struggle. And to make matters worse, Guyana does not have a copyright law. So oh. that day, no, none, zero, zilch, nada. Um So that's why artists in Guyana are not compelled or motivated to write more, do more, because you make nothing. You know, Trinidad, you make money, Barbados, everywhere in yeah. the world, you make money except Guyana. And, uh, and I'll speak more as a Guyanese artist. Like I said, Guyana, the DJs, everyone the media is so foreign-minded like the DJs right. will say I am 100% Guyanese yay but they, they don't even play one percent Guyanese music and that's a sad thing if, if you listen to the radios in Guyana you think you're listening to Trinidad or Jamaica
0: mm. you know
2: and I hey. always tell them you love Trinidad that much you love Jamaica that much emulate learn what they're doing and let's copy what they're doing. You know, let's, cause you love them that much. Let's copy right. them and see what they're doing. Where their DJs, they play their music. Jamaican DJs play Jamaican music. Of course. Guyanese yes. DJs, they play everybody else but Guyana music. And it's not like there's a lack of Guyanese music. You look online, there's tons and tons, but it's hard for those poor artists to break through because of the fact that our Guyanese DJs don't play our music. So. And those are just only some of the struggles we have. There's so mm. many more, you know? But those are the major ones, the copyright and you know, mm. the income and things of that sort.
1: That is really unfortunate because I didn't know that it, yeah. it could be legal to not have copywritten like a copyright <laughs> law for music. I mean, isn't that illegal? <laughs>
2: ridiculous it's ridiculous and you know none of the governments have ever they always talk about it and eh, they don't care you know which they don't care about their people Mm. and that's why you have so much turmoil in Guyana people are like torn Uh, I'm Indian so I'll vote for the Indian government I'm black I'll vote for the black government you know because what are the choices you know if you found that you know a certain party would give you the things that we need you know then People will unanimously vote for that instead of voting against, you know, uh, racial lines, you know. So, right, yeah. right.
1: That, and that whole topic is like another five-hour topic, so. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <day>. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: so, but it's yeah. sad. It's deplorable. And very yeah. nice of you to ask that question. Not too many interviewers would ask. And, you know, those are the questions that go deeper. And those are the things that really matter to artists, you know. And not just musicians, but poets. I mean, everybody, the entire culture. you're killing your own culture. And that is the reason why you don't see Guyanese culture so prominent. And it's because, you know, I am thankful and humble that I have that opportunity over here to kind of promote myself. And Guyana doesn't give me nothing. The government never gave me one cent though. Oh! not one cent, not one award, not one recognition, nothing. Wow. And yes, it's a shocker to people, yeah, from, yeah, people from other cultures and countries. are like, wait, are you serious? But it's not something we talk about. We like to talk more about happy topics and right. how things are going great. But it is very sad, really deplorable. <laughs> but yeah, Yikes. I mean, okay. yeah, they don't encourage their own. And that's why you know i'm trying extra hard you know i take money from my pocket to invest in my music and opening markets and making a sacrifice and performing you know different places and i love doing charitable work even over over the 25 years that i've been performing Every month I do at least one charity show, at least one. Yes. I do more, Yes, you know, but at least one.
1: And I mean, that is absolutely shameful that, you know, it Guyana is. doesn't recognize <laughs> our world ambassador. I mean, you yeah. are our Guyanese Babu and, and you're recognized around the world. All the countries have recognized you, whether it's Trinidad, whether it's Jamaica, whether wherever yeah. you're going. So, I mean... Let's just look at the positive that you're yes. recognized around the world. And sorry, Guyana, but, you know, I'm Guyanese myself, and that's pretty shameful. So just throwing
2: <laughs> yeah, that yeah. out there. I was even um, more disgraceful because of yeah. the other older artists who were before me, you know. And we need to, you know, let show the world who these guys, you, if you don't appreciate your own, other people would not. That's exactly it. Like and a reggae song, a dancehall song has to be big in Jamaica before it becomes big in a different country of or in course. the international, like uh, Trinidad, your soca song has to be big in Trinidad before it goes out there. But Guyana is very backwards. You know, they wait for the song to be big in Trinidad, like Guyana Babu, and then they will embrace it.
1: But you know, it's so unfortunate because it almost sets, sets the next generation almost up for failure because... They don't even have the support of their own people. How are they going to really go anywhere unless they have the international connections?
2: Correct. And, you know, I don't blame the people in the country because they are fed what the DJs, what the media, what the government is feeding them, right? For sure. So, So the people, they don't have a choice. They don't know better, because right. they look at this, their local TV, they look uh, listen to the local radio, For their sure. local government, local newspaper, and here it is—they're glorifying, you know, everybody else but their own. And right. That's a sad thing. So that's why I don't blame the people, but ah, like you said, very shameful. This it is, yeah.
1: You gotta call it what it is. I'm sorry, Terry.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, well, I you know? I tell it like it is too. You that's know. It. You were one of the few interviewers who asked those deep questions, so thank you.
1: Absolutely. Now, you did um, recently, you were one of the judges on the Rising Star Challenge, and I did watch the entire series and thought it was incredible. Um, (laughs) What did you enjoy most about that?
2: You know, like I said earlier, I love new talent, fresh talent people who are looking to make a name, who are looking to get out there. So that was the best thing for me, seeing, you know, young people just coming out and giving it a shot. And right. once again, they're investing their own money, you know, yeah. in buying the props, buying this, buying that, you know, just to kind of promote our culture. Right. And I, I wish like a country like Guyana or Trinidad, whoever you are, would see that, hey, this artist is trying. Let's help them a little bit. You know, if we don't give them money, let's give them a little promotion, a little airtime, which is for free. You know, you don't have to pay for that, you know. But yeah, um, but big up to Ranjeev and the entire Rising Star cast. Because that is how we kind of get, you know, young talent out
1: there. Exactly. Really good show. Again, big up Ranjeev. You guys did a really good job. And I can't wait till next year. Because yes. I know it's going to be bigger and badder, so... Correct. Really looking forward to next year. And now, tell our listeners, what is the most fulfilling thing about pursuing a career in music?
2: You know, the most fulfilling thing is that I get to meet my people and so many different kinds of people. Like, I try my best. every. You know, Guyanese, because of the heart system in Guyana, yes. they migrated to all different countries in the world. You name the country, right. there is a Guyanese or some Guyanese there, yep. you know. True. And this year I was scheduled to perform in New Zealand and Thailand. Thailand. And unfortunately, oh, wow. because of the coronavirus, um, that wouldn't be possible, but I'm sure it will happen. Because that's one of, my, one of my goals and I've been achieving it every year, is that every year I look forward to performing in a new country, new city, and in that way, I'm opening the doors for chutney music, right? right. And many times it, it is a sacrifice, you know? I, I offer to go for free. I'll do it for you, you know? And like in the case of St. Martin, I offered to go free for the first time. It was so successful. I got paid more than I would even imagine, love you it. know? Love With, it. And just for making that sacrifice. Right. And it's something I love doing. But yes, the music has enabled me to meet People from all different cultures. I've met prime ministers, presidents, wow. and because of the music, uh, you know, I teamed up with the Save Abi Foundation for Children. Yes. Yes. And we have been able to do our charitable work. So we meet the poorest of the poor. You know, recently we, you know, we built a house for a family, a mother of nine children oh, wow. whose house was burned down and they had nowhere to go. So, I'm so happy. Those are the opportunities that I'm thankful for. Um, It's not about making the money, but about making an impact in people's life, a positive impact. And hopefully I can be a good role model so people can see what I'm doing and say, you know what? I want to do what Terry has been doing, all the charitable work, spreading our culture around the world and hope. And I love being humble. I, I was taught that from my parents and, I don't ever want to make them disappointed in me because we grew up from humble beginnings, barely able to make ends meet. And yet my parents always found a way to help people, though we didn't have for ourselves, food, basic food, basic things. I love the fact that if they had one aspirin in a bottle and someone came, they would give it away. You know, yeah, yeah, very, very selfless, very selfless, my parents were. And uh, I just want to make them
1: proud of me. Excellent. Awesome. Now, in the industry, we all know that the music game is a very tough industry to be part of. I mean, aside from the politics, just the actual (laughs) making music, recording studios, it's not exactly a cheap industry as well. I mean, you always need to upgrade your equipment. Correct. What? Would you say are the common reasons that people tend to fail or give up in the industry?
2: Number one, attitude. Okay. <laughs> attitude, and I've seen that over the years. You know, that not okay. perform. Not talent. You got like people that are superbly talented, hundred times more talented than a Terry Goddard, and you're wondering to know why they never made it. You okay. know, and um, vocally trained, you know, skilled musicians, everything. But the one thing that many people lack is that attitude. And mm. so discipline is the one thing that you must have. With discipline, you can achieve success anywhere. Right. It doesn't matter what you do. A lot of people believe you only need discipline if you're in the army or you're in a you know office environment. No, yeah. as a musician, as a singer, you gotta have discipline. And discipline would is a thing that would give you the right attitude because you would know right. I have to. You, you want love, you have to learn to give love. You want respect, you gotta learn to give respect. Lot of young artists coming up, they want, 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 want. Oh, I am good, I'm talented, I'm the best singer, you know. Um, why is nobody? Is because you only want, want, want. You have to learn to give as well. And a yeah. lot of them don't know how to communicate and talk properly and be nice. And at the end of the day, you just have to be a good human being. That's, That's all it, it takes. And the attitude is what's, I, I'm back to it, attitude, yeah. Some of them just have the nastiest of attitude, mm. you know, and believe, well, I'm it. You know, everybody should pay me, show me the money, you know, that kind That's of right. thing. It doesn't work that way.
1: That, that almost sounds like a millennial problem, though. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs>
2: Brilliant, brilliant, it is, it is, <laughs> definitely is, yeah. So,
1: okay, because I mean, that we know that that's their trait, so. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> you now, know.
1: You, you've been in the industry for quite some time now. What uh-huh. keeps you inspired and motivated in this industry? Love. Okay. One word.
2: Yeah, it's the love. The, the yeah. love for the music, the love for my culture, yes. the love for my people, love for my fans, you know, love doing what I do, love traveling to all the different cities and countries and making people happy. That's right. what I love. Cause I always believe you make someone happy that happiness bounces right back to you, you right. know, and love. That's it.
1: <laughs> all right. Now, if there's anything you could change about the music industry, what would that be? Um,
2: well, you know, uh I, I think it's it's a beautiful in, industry. Um mm-hmm. Guyana is where I would change a lot of things, you know. Okay. Where I wish they would play more Guyanese music. Right. I wish Guyana would have that copyright law, which is so essential. It's such a basic thing. How can you not have, you know, so those are the things, you know, if people can learn to value their own, you know, empower your own. Because if you embrace another Guyanese artist, you're also making yourself look good. Hey, Guyanese are good. You know, Guyanese can do this. And Guyanese are superbly talented. I mean, we have had guys like Eddie Grant, you know, worldwide. But the only sad thing, to say with Eddie Grant, is that he does not promote Guyana or, you know, say the fact I'm guy. He never says I'm Guyanese or yeah. Raise no, a guy I didn't even guys. know that. And I don't blame him because he wants to make the money and wants right. to get that fame and not put himself down, right? Um, you know, one of the guys I respect is Dave Martin and the Tradewinds, you know, one of those older groups, mm. fantastic. And he's one of those guys who also inspired me because he loved being who he is, being right. a Guyanese and sing about things from Guyana. So he definitely has my respect.
1: All right. Okay. Now, what advice would you give someone Wanting a career in music? Um, You got to have a good attitude. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah, you
2: must. And of course, you know, that's the most important thing. But you also have to learn your craft, you know? And these days, it's so easy. Not in the days when we started, right? Right. Now you can go on YouTube and Google anything and... It's mm-hmm. there. So it's so simple to learn your craft. Anything you want to do. You want to learn to dance. You want to learn to sing. You want to learn to build a studio. Yep. You have thousands of reviews. Everything is there. So my advice is utilize all those. You, you have so many options. You have, yes. I mean, so many options. Utilize them. You have so many tools to utilize. We never had those tools. We had to be like in the dark and groping around. It is so easy these days, Thanks. super easy. So utilize the tools that are available to you and YouTube is one of the best teachers for tutorials.
1: I mean, all the resources you need, yes. how to do anything. Like literally, even <laughs> if you want, like, I, I, I'm i not going to even joke, Terry. I mean, with the whole COVID situation, we're all in lockdown. I'm like, yeah. what else can I be doing with my time while this passes? And yeah. I literally taught myself to sing and ah. ended up dropping an album. Woo. And I said, okay, right? Because so I had the time. Built my own amazing. studio, and it's all because of all these amazing resources we have online. and Granted, I did come from a musical family as well. Lots of nice. tassamans and lots of singers from uh, Guyana as well.
2: Wow! But, yeah. Amazing. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, all the resources are literally there online for you to be able to go and just re- research. Correct. Correct. So and
2: look at you—you you did it. You're proof that you can do it. Congratulations, Linda. Thank
1: you. I appreciate it. what's the that. name of the album? It's called Project 2020.
2: Beautiful. I'm going to check that out, baby. Absolutely.
1: Thank <laughs> you. And I mean, that's the reason why I uh, started with the uh, radio show, to empower our community. Let's Correct. work together and, you know, share our resources, our learnings, our struggles, so that others out there are empowered to want to get into the career because, who really is our next generation of artists Correct. when you guys are not to be here anymore?
2: Correct. Absolutely.
1: And that's Very why, great
2: initiative. I love what you're doing.
1: Thank you. And that's why with uh, Ranjeev's initiative with the Rising Star Challenge, I said I'm hoping and almost expecting to see it happening for Canada, too. I yes, hope that, that we're not going nice. to be left out in the dark because <laughs> we need we need more artists out there, more chutney artists out there.
2: Correct. Absolutely so, agree with you.
1: Thousand percent. Now, tell us do you have any upcoming events or projects you would like our listeners to know about?
2: Um, yes. Um, immediately, um, my new song is, is titled Shake Your Kankalan. And uh, <laughs> we have a few projects lined up. Um, I'm know, it's a song that I collaborated with Jumo. Uh, from Guyana and you know as you can see I love uh, you know collaborating with all my artists and um, Jumo he won the Soka Monarch in Guyana okay and uh, for 2020 and actually he won it four times total he also won the Road March title he won the Groovy title so it was about time and especially what's happening in Guyana we decided to collaborate you know bring a song in unity due to all the political situations in Guyana right now. Right. So the song came out and I'm happy to say that, you know, Bayesian vibes radio, they got it in their top 20 and the number one soca station in Guyana boom FM. They have it in their top four new songs, rotating every day. So nice. I'm super thankful. So we have decided to do a DJ remix competition. Oh and wow! We're giving away, yeah, we're giving away one thousand dollars in prize money. Okay. For a DJ remix competition, DJs are hitting me up. They want the stems. They want to remix it. Right. So we figured let's make it fun. And as you know, Guyana, we don't have too many hits coming out of Guyana. Right. You know, so being that this one was doing well and well received, we decided once again to give it all the help it can get to get out there make our people proud, you know, for the year 2020, there's been no big songs out of Guyana. So I'm happy that this is the big song. And we're also gonna do a dancing competition, like a tic-tac 15 15 seconds to 30 seconds uh, dance competition. And we're giving away prize money for that one as well. So those are my two big projects coming up. And if you want to hear the song, check out my YouTube channel, Guyana Babu, Terry Gadraj, just type in Shake Your Kankalan.
1: (laughs) Now I'm just just being just curious. What is
2: a Ah, kankalang? Let me tell you the story behind the kankalang. Yes, please. I need to
1: learn what a -a kankalang is.
2: (laughs) Well, earlier this year, I was in Guyana for Mashramani, right? You know, February, that's our Guyana Carnival. I was there. Me and my friend, Nishal, we went to the Bon Market in east coast of Demerara. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love the outdoor markets. I don't care about the supermarkets and air condition. I love going outdoors, watching the people and... You really see the real people doing everyday things, everyday life. So I'm there eating my egg ball, drinking my nice. juice, and you know, checking out all the girls and thing, walking. So all yeah. the girls walking, you know, walking, and wine. Here one of the fellas, watch how them gala walk and shake them kankalan. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> just erupted in laughter. We were holding with belly and laughing, laughing yeah. till the belly bust. Yes. So that's what I said. I gotta make a song. And boom, here it is, you know, I had the time. And usually, um, like, on the plane ride back, that, it, during my downtime at airports and in the airplane, that's when I'm able to write, because there's nothing oh, wow. else to do, you know? So right. that's when I write all my songs, and it's nice and quiet, no phone calls, no nothing. Boom, so I wrote that song on my way back to New
1: York. Okay, and now getting back to that um, that initiative with the, the remix of the Shake Your odd uh, song, that is a is that open only for the U S or
2: all around the world? Any DJ from around the world, up, Toronto, Canada, yeah, right. $1,000 in prize money and the winner, whoever wins, we're going to use that winning mix to do the official music video. Okay. So okay. apart from winning the money, that will be the official music video. We're also giving them like a one hour time slot on Abbey tunes radio, play what they want to play, promote what they want to promote And uh, lots more perks are coming up, you know, but it's an amazing competition. And um, I'm happy to get the DJs something to do during this lockdown. Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. DJs, you heard it first. Shake your Kankalang remix coming at you all. So if you're interested, message Terry for the stems and whatnot. So that will be really exciting. Really looking forward to it. And when are you looking to have this uh, wrapping up by?
2: um we are looking at next tuesday july 28th so okay. they have all of this week and next weekend you okay. know if we need to extend the date we will extend it but i think that's sufficient time during the lockdown yeah, I and think we so. will yeah we will provide everything they need all the stems the a cappellas any versions they need and also they can be free to use any samples or any loops as long as it's not copyrighted by someone else, you know. Right. But they can, they don't just have to use my stems or my sound, they right. can import and make it their own. Okay. The main thing is, here's the key we have the dancers, dancers yeah. will be judging that song because yes. if it makes them move and they love the beats and the rhythm. Then yes. that will be the winner. So, it, oh, it's I'm nothing so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not technical, and you don't have to, you know, be too, too, too creative in terms of, you know, it has to be high tech and all of that, right? Right. Once right. it's, makes the people happy once the dancers love it that's it
1: and you know this is definitely coming at a time where we need our spirits uplifted terry we need some (laughs) some joy in our life it's you know just depressing things we keep seeing every day with the whole covid situation ongoing so
2: really love,
1: love how you have this initiative going and i'm super excited to see it so I will definitely be tuning in.
2: Thank you very much, Linda. As you know, the first half of the year, we did all the sentimental songs. People were more depressed and more sad. So I'm like, man, July is here. We need to uplift the spirits. You know, I did all those songs. You know, every month I brought something out, but it was more kind of sentimental songs. But people needed something to party. And I'm happy to hear it playing in the backyards and, you know, things like people are having fun with it. So. (laughs)
1: perfect perfect well terry what's next for you man
2: you know more recording and i'm look, i'm dying to hit the stage again but of course we have to be on the safe side but um saturday august 8th that will be a very nice virtual concert featuring myself, Raymond Rammerine, many local artists. Because nice. you know, we love to get a local, younger artists there who are looking to build a name. Right. So when I spoke with a promoter, he said, you know, um, we're gonna have Raymond, we'll have you. Big name from Diana, big name from Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And I said, we need to have some of the younger crew in there. It'll be a brand new band as well.
1: Ranjiv is part of that band. It's called HQ. Excellent. Yes yes?
2: yes, yes. So it will be a very beautiful, beautiful concert saturday august 8th
1: looking forward to it and now lastly what message do you have for your fans terry because you know lots of them are listening right now all around the world <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know i love my fans and the one thing i always tell them is there is no me without you right you are the guys who make me who i am terry goddraj then guyana bagu. And the message is simply that, and keep sending me all your suggestions. Believe me, all the songs I write, my fans are the ones who tell me, sing a song about this, sing a song about that. And you know, they like for me to sing about all the different occasions. I have a song coming out for Raksha Bandhan, okay. which is that Hindu, you know, the love between a brother and a sister where they tie the Raki. No Trinidadian or Guyanese has done that kind yeah. of tribute. So I'm doing that and I'm very happy to be releasing that one this upcoming Saturday. With I think it's, I don't know what the date is, but Saturday, okay. July 8th, I'm assuming. Um, no, not the 8th, maybe 28. but that's all right. Uh, yeah. Next Saturday, we're releasing that song as well. So. New songs coming out every month this year.
1: Well, that definitely was a trip down memory lane. And quite (laughs) honestly, I learned so much. I mean, I never in my life would imagine a country not having a copyright law for music. That, for me, seems completely ridiculous. I've just learned so much that that even exists. And unfortunately, (laughs) it's just very backwarded. And I'm really hoping that that will be able to change for our next generation because being handcuffed so much, it doesn't give you the ability to even want to do music. What's the point if you're not going to make uh, money on it?
2: Yeah, and, and that's so. And then they ask,
1: oh, why do
2: Guyanese try to be like Chinese and try to be like Jamaican, or you're right. Guyanese and you sing in a Jamaican style? It's because you guys don't play the Guyanese music. So right. they want to sound like a Jamaican so you could play their music, or they want to sound like a Trinidadian so you could play their music. Right. That's the sad, unfortunate, uh, very disgraceful. Like you said, you know, it's shameful.
1: It is, 1,000%. But, you know, on a, on a better note, I really admire how you are able to connect with your fans worldwide, regardless of race, age, gender, none of that matters. Your music is timeless, it's universal, and you're able to connect with everybody.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. I love it. You know, and it's all about love, you know, love for each other, you know, love for everyone, not just one person, but everybody regardless of race, religion, political affiliation, what nationality, creed, race. It doesn't matter, man. It's love. We're all human beings, you know, one race, the human race.
1: Absolutely. And I really appreciate, Terry, you taking the time to connect uh, with us with your extremely busy schedule. (laughs) Because, I mean, this is definitely a treat for our listeners. And, you know, again, amazing performances worldwide. I cannot wait for this whole COVID situation to be under control so I can see you where you belong. Back on stage, (laughs) performing is where you belong.
2: Absolutely, Linda. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you as well.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Terry, once again. And guys, that's it for today's show. I'll be leaving you with one of Terry's new song, Shake Your Kangalang. Shake it, baby. Shake it, shake it. (laughs) (laughs) Dropped earlier. And guys, DJs, you heard it first. Get your music in. Get that remix in if you want to be part of this super cool contest. And uh, looking forward to seeing all the uh, dancing, all the TikTok videos, and really excited to hear what you've done with these remixes, guys. So thank you for tuning in, everyone. And I hope you'll be joining me next week. Got another amazing talent from The Six. DJ Ghost Rider, everyone. It's going to be another amazing episode, y'all. You don't want to miss it. Thank you. Thank you That's Linda. That's pretty much. Thank you very much Terry. Again. <laughs> Thank take you care. Linda. Bye. Bye